Welcome to the Sunshine Girl Podcast. This is a place for growth and honest conversations about life and living it. Relationships, personal development, and everything in between. The Sunshine Girl Podcast belongs to Ghanaian broadcaster Jessica Opare Saforo, who lives and resides in Ghana. You can find her YouTube channel at Jessica OS or find her on Facebook using her name. Welcome once again to the Sunshine Girl Podcast. I hope the conversations are beneficial. You know, people are often very quick to talk about how people need to be kinder to each other. People need to be more grateful, more loving, you know, in their relationships with other people. But they fail to address the other side of being nice, being good, being kind, um, where people take advantage of other people like that. When you get to a point where you're being treated like a nobody and you're being taken for granted, it might be time to put your foot down. If you feel like you're being treated like a doormat, this video is a perfect one for you. Welcome back, my name is Jessica and this is my YouTube channel. Now, if you're out there trying to be a nicer person, more decent, more loving, more engaging, more thoughtful, more empathetic, it's absolutely fantastic. But there is a dark side to doing all that. If you fall in the hands of the wrong people, they would literally use your face to wash the floor. If you fall into the hands of the wrong people, they will take undue advantage of you. And it's even more painful when this person is someone you have feelings for. I'm going to share with you five no bullshit tips right here on the show. Welcome. Now, let me just say this here. The moment you start fighting back after being treated so badly by people who take advantage of you, there's going to be conflict. They're going to pull away. They're going to unfriend you. They're going to call you names. They're going to talk about how you've changed. But remember this, it is all in a ploy to get you to go back into your ways that used to benefit they or them alone. Don't forget, when some people say they care about you, they only care about what you can do for them. And so when you withhold um, such services or withhold your time or start to really value your time you spend with them and therefore give them less of it, they will definitely fight you back. Be ready for that. But really, how do you get people to stop treating you like a doormat? Number one that I need you to pay attention to is never do anything for someone because you feel bad for them. Now, generally people who are nice and helpful to others, tend to go above and beyond to make sure that they can just make everybody around them really happy and satisfied. And most of the time, no one else is really there for them. Sometimes when you dig deep into reasons why they do that, they're just like, well, if I don't do it, probably nobody else will. You know, they feel bad for this person that they're offering um, themselves to. And so they constantly find themselves in this, I don't know, space where they can't say no and they're always available to this person. But you see, if you don't learn to hold back, you will never have time to do things that matter. And in this case, I'm talking about things that will develop you, make you happier, um, a good investment of your time. I mean, you will have no time because you're always going to be thinking about how do I make this other person happy? Um, I feel bad for them. Who's going to help them and that kind of thing. Question I want you to ask yourself is if you were not here today, let's say you died tomorrow, how would this person survive? What would they do to keep their lives going? Would it be surprising if I told you that they will survive perfectly without you? 
Never think you're indispensable. We're all dispensable. We're all going to die at some point. Every day you live, you die a little bit more. You understand? So I'm just saying, never do things for people because you feel bad for them. Do it for them because you want to. And if you don't want to, make it clear. When someone's trying to get you to do something, consider how that request is making you feel. If you realize that you're not in a good space, you don't really want to do it, but you're only doing it because you feel bad for them or you feel bad that you're not able to assist them, then ignore that feeling and, you know, go with how you actually feel and let them know you cannot help them at this time because you have other things to do. You'll thank yourself for it. Number two, never do anything for anyone with an expectation attached. Now, I get this question a lot because people close to me realize that I seem unfazed by a lot of things. And I say it's simply because I have zero expectations of people. And I'm not even kidding. My friends know it. I mean, I don't expect anyone to do anything for me. And so when you do, I'm genuinely surprised and genuinely happy to receive the support. But I don't walk around thinking people owe me friendship, owe me loyalty, owe me money, owe me happiness. I try to make all these things on my own. And also stemming from the fact that I've just noticed that humans are fallible. The truth is, if push comes to shove, they will choose themselves over you. And understandably so, you most likely would do same. And so I have learned that having less expectations of people and situations um, brings less disappointment in your life. If the only reason why you're helping someone is because you expect help in return, then don't do it. Do not do it. Because most likely that help will never come or when it does or when, when you do find yourself in that rut, they'll give you all the reasons why they cannot be there for you as you've been there for them. And that will just give you a lot of pain and agony or, I mean, the list is endless. Expectations put people in very terrible and tight corners from where I sit. And I feel like the less you expect from people, the happier you become. And remember this, there's some people in life who will not help you or return a favor because they want to see you do good, but never better than them. Number three, embrace and love your social discomfort. What happens when you say no to someone who really wants their way? Conflict most likely will arise. And there are too many people who are uncomfortable with conflict. For the purposes of an example, let's say you have a sibling who has children, and this sibling has other ways of getting her children to school, even if her car broke down. Meanwhile, every single time her car breaks down, you're the first person she calls because she knows that you possibly cannot say no or won't say no or because you've always been there for her. However, this time when she called you, you did not feel like you wanted to go. You thought about the relationship you guys had and you were almost pushed to go and do it just because of the familial connection you have. You know in your heart of heart that you'd be grumbling all your way from your house to pick up her children and take them to school. Sometimes you just need to learn to say, no, I cannot do it. And be comfortable with the discomfort that you will feel from having them think that you are not there for them. You're not invincible. You are as fragile as the next person. You, could, you should be able to decide how you choose to apportion your time. In relationships, these things happen all the time. 
She'll make a very inconsiderate request of you and you will feel obliged to do so because you're in a relationship. I know it may be hard saying no to your girlfriend, saying no to your husband, saying no to your boyfriend. But in the end, you need to learn to be comfortable with discomfort because discomfort is a part of life and it's okay to feel discomfort from time to time. If you do not take charge of your time and your energy and how you allocate your your own personal resources, people will teach you how to use them. Number four, learn to say no. And this is so hard for a lot of people to do. I mean, sometimes even me, depending on who's putting in the request. But you see, it is a muscle that you need to exercise. And get this, saying no doesn't have to come with a reason. Like people seem so compelled to give reasons why they're saying no. No is a complete sentence, at least where I'm from. No means no. It doesn't require an explanation. And in fact, notice this, when you say no and try to give an explanation, the person who's making that very unfounded request will begin to punch holes in your explanation and try to turn things around such that you would feel as if your no is not strong enough. Listen, no is something you should practice. Saying no can save you a lot. Time, energy, bad relationships, money, you know, people really need to exercise that muscle called no. The word no is actually your friend, not something to be avoided like a plague. No doesn't make you grow horns overnight. No doesn't mean you're going to hell tomorrow. No doesn't mean that your family member is suddenly going to stop coming to see you. And if they do, so be it. No doesn't mean your partner is going to leave. No can do so much more for you mentally, physically, and spiritually. Learn to say no and you'll free yourself up from several things that hold you back and inhibit your progress. And for the record, people who really care about you will understand why in this case it's a no. And finally, learn to set boundaries. Saying no is an establishment of a boundary in itself. However, there are other boundaries, I believe, that people need to learn to draw. For instance, when it comes to working on, at a nine to five job, saying no could be something as simple as not deciding to go out with your colleagues for drinks after work or hang out with your colleagues after work. That's a boundary you may have to draw. And take note that boundaries aren't things that necessarily have to be stated. You can just set boundaries in the way you behave, in the way you respond to people, etc. Boundaries are exceptionally important in your personal life too. Without them, you can very easily turn into an emotional dumping ground for everybody's problems. And if guess what? If you're busy solving other people's problems, you will never have time for yourself and the things that truly matter to you. Don't get me wrong. It's good to be compassionate. It's good to be a confidant. It's good to be helpful to people and lend them your ear where you can. But in the situation where you're not up to task, where you simply don't feel like it, you should not be feeling guilty for not being able to assist. There are too many of us who do not know how to set boundaries. And so we are always inundated with ridiculous requests from people who surround us. And we feel obliged to respond to everybody. 
You're the only one who's going to end up breaking down because you've expended your energy on everybody else but yourself. You know, you're the only one who's going to be stuck in a rut. And if you're there expecting them to return the favor, you're going to be disappointed and heartbroken in the end as well. Learn to say no. Learn to set your boundaries. Learn to not expect anything from anyone. Learn to not do things for people simply because you feel sorry for them and you'll be better for it. My name is Jessica. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. I hope you found the thoughts, ideas, and conversations beneficial. I'm glad you spent time with me today. I hope I gave you value. Please come back soon. Thank you.